Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and today is the 30th of August, 2020, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. So we have another interesting and busy week ahead, but we're going to start with today because we had two significant aspects today. So we had two oppositions today. One of them was early this morning at 9.27 a.m. Eastern Time, and that is the Venus-Pluto opposition. And unless Venus goes retrograde opposite Pluto or within the nearing the opposition to Pluto, this only happens once a year. And it is a powerful aspect. It's an intense aspect. Um, if you are a Venus-Pluto person, you are going to feel this. You are going to feel the relationships that you have, you're going to have like a review session of your relationships, or there's going to be something that comes up about your relationships in your life. Um, because Venus rules relationships and Pluto is the deep, powerful connection you have to others as a result of your relationships. And one of the things that you are um, dealing with and what we're all dealing with today is, you know, the powerful connections we have to each other. And, and, um, one of the things I wanted to announce today is that I am doing a class and it's called opening your heart with astrology. And it's going to start next Tuesday, the 8th of September, and it's going to be at 6 PM Eastern time. And, you know, I figured I announced it uh, just about at the. I announced it last night when the moon went into Aquarius, and and people were responding today as Venus Pluto is in the air, and this is all about opening your heart. This is all about going deep and connecting with that part of yourself that needs to open. And one of the things that's so important about opening your heart, and this is one of the things we do under Venus Pluto, is we. Venus Pluto, it gives us the opportunity to open our hearts. And so one of the things that's really important to do, um, uh, you know, is open your heart because it gets you into a better place emotionally and psychologically and also physically. And it's not an easy thing. It's not something where, well, you think, oh, my heart's open. Of course my heart's open. And it's not necessarily the case. So we all can open our hearts more than we already have. And there are places where we are definitely closed. And, you know, we all have varying degrees of heart openness and closeness and closure. And um, it's really something that uh, needs work in our society, especially since we are all in an isolation place. Since we've been isolated this year, since the, the intimacy is broken, you can't often see a smile on someone's face because they're wearing a mask. There's a lot because of this COVID crisis that has brought intimacy to a halt in some ways. So I'm trying to encourage more heart openness and compassion for, um, for others and for ourselves 
during this time. So we're going to do a lot of interesting things in this class. We're going to look at mythology. We're going to look at uh, the individual astrology, the aspects of the moon and Venus. We're going to uh, talk about nature and the relationship to nature and how it is crucial for opening our heart. We are going to talk about essential oils that are good for helping open the heart. All things that work on an emotional level. And um, just the importance of opening your heart and what it feels like. And I'm, I'm encouraging people to share their experiences. So it's going to be every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and it'll go for 90 minutes. And that will be a 10-week class. It will start on September 8th. So if you're interested, it's 150 for the 10 weeks, which is a great deal. You know, it's only $15 a class. You get my attention. You get tools and tips and meditations and and all sorts of stuff um and you know we're going to discuss what tools you'll might need to get for uh, helping yourself to open your heart if you are interested in signing up please go to my website go to thegoldenastrologer.com go to book online and scroll down and you will see the opportunity to sign up for the class if you're interested and you're not sure and you want more questions you can read about it on my blog which is astrologer's thoughts if you scroll down on the landing page of my website you can click on astrologer's thoughts it is the first and latest blog or you can write to me info at thegoldenastrologer.com and ask me about it and say you're thinking of taking it and you want more information. So onward to today, uh, Venus-Pluto is the opposition. And then the other opposition that we had later this afternoon was Mercury opposite Neptune. And that is a very spiritual aspect. And that is, you know, the feeling of using your intuition and having a spiritual conversation and tuning into things that were being... Uh, brought to you from, you know, the quantum field, the meditative state, the psychic realms. And so Mercury and Neptune are, are deeply um, in a connection today. And it's interesting because Neptune is in Pisces, which is its own sign. And Mercury is in Virgo, which is its own sign. And, you know, those signs are opposite each other. But this is really important because each of these each of these planets is really is placed in its own powerful place in the zodiac and so therefore this is you know connecting speaking articulating talking has been a very uh important thing today and it, you know i connected with a dear friend today for a long time and we had a very big long conversation about many things and we you know it was a fulfilling conversation and that is the kind of conversation you want to have during uh, a Mercury-Neptune opposition. So, um, uh, I, you know, two oppositions in one day, there's a lot of energy flying around. So, you know, talking about relationships, talking about um, people talk, uh, that we've connected to deeply, talking about our, our profound experiences both with Venus, Pluto, and with Mercury, Neptune. This this encourages deep conversations. So if you haven't had a deep conversation yet this weekend, perhaps you will tomorrow. Um, there are not a lot of aspects tomorrow. The moon is in Aquarius, but what we've got coming up this week is a full moon on Wednesday, and it's 1.22 a.m. Eastern time, which means it's like 11.22 p.m. here, and 
the full moon is again it's Virgo and Pisces because we are the sun is in the sign of Virgo and Pisces is where the moon is and this is at 10 degrees of each sign and so it's important to pay attention to that Virgo Pisces aspect um, because the relationship between them Virgo is very practical Pisces is very spiritual and but they are healing you know that is the healing access in the zodiac because Virgo is sort of the practical means of healing going to the doctor um, getting a checkup you know going into a system um the details of your anatomy but Pisces is the more spiritual realms of healing it is also the ability to be a healer um Virgo takes care of their health they tend to the details of their health um with Pisces it's more you know if someone's a doctor then usually they're they've got a gift for healing we hope anyway with the doctors that we see we hope that they have a gift for healing and that's what Pisces is about. You know, it's a healing gift, if, whether it's spiritual, whether it's physical, whether it's emotional, psychological. Um, you want your healer to be gifted it, no matter where they are working with you on your body or in your spirit. You, you want them to have that uh, magical almost ability to recognize what's going on. So you want somebody really smart and you want someone with a lot of heart and compassion. That is, that is part of Pisces. And... The other thing is that Venus is going to be very busy this week. So now we have Venus-Pluto. Now remember last week I said that Venus was going to start moving in the direction where, you know, Mars is. Now Venus is in Cancer. Mars is in Aries. And it's been doing the same thing. It's been making oppositions where Mars is making squares to those planets in Capricorn, as we have talked about. Venus is making the opposition because she's in Cancer opposite Capricorn. So last week we had the Venus opposite Jupiter and today we had the Venus opposite Pluto and Wednesday we will have Venus opposite Saturn. So Wednesday's a bit intense. It's got a few things going on. We're going to have the full moon and once the full moon is over, it's going to, you know, later that evening, several hours later, the moon is going to greet Neptune. So it's you know, a monthly thing where the moon greets Neptune, but it is in its own sign and it will have just been full. So this is a powerful intuitive day. Um, one of the things that's also important is happening that day is the sun is trining Uranus. So the sun is in Virgo because it's that Virgo kind of time of year and Uranus is in Taurus and it's in an early place in Taurus. So we are dealing with this big earth trying a lot of earth again flying around the heavens a lot of earth the the moon was in capricorn the last couple of days before it went to aquarius and you know that was the seventh planet in earth so this week it's good we have some more water in the sky right now there's air in the sky we need that we need this balance of elements tomorrow the moon will still be in aquarius and then it goes into pisces on tuesday but when it becomes full on Wednesday, um, it's going to accompany these other aspects. So it's going to, you know, reach its, you know, full fullness. And it's the Virgo Pisces axis that we have every year. And it's, I think it's the harvest moon because it's the time of harvest um, in the Northern Hemisphere. It's September. 
And that's right, September starts on Tuesday, September 1st is Tuesday. So this is Wednesday, September 2nd, that the full moon occurs, and then it will go join Neptune. And in the meantime, it's going to make very nice relationships to Uranus and Jupiter. Now, this is like there's all sorts of grand trines going on because it's the sun and it's Uranus and then there's the moon and, and Jupiter and there's lots of trines in the sky and the moon is going to be moving from one relationship to another. So the moon will move from Uranus, sextiling Uranus, and then it's going to be sextiling Jupiter and it's it's we've got a lot of softer energy accompanying the the full moon and then that Venus Saturn. Venus Saturn is a little hard. It's, you know, talk about opening the heart. Venus Saturn really requires to pry our hearts open when we're dealing with Venus there. We are dealing with an enormous amount of uh, closure with Saturn. Saturn doesn't want to be pried open. It wants to shut the door and has lots of reasons and very logical reasons as to why the door should remain shut on the heart. And if you are a Venus Saturn person and you have a hard aspect, such as the opposition that we're going to have on Wednesday, you will probably feel this on Wednesday, but you'll also recognize where you have been shut off or shut down and where it's important for you to be opening your heart. And so it's, it's a necessary thing. It also, opening your heart keeps you out of lack and all sorts of lack, not just lack of, you know, friendships and relationships or lack of love. It keeps you out of lack, the flow of abundance in your life if you open your heart. So it's very important, very important to open the heart. So with Venus Saturn, if you recognize that you are having difficulty with that, well then come join our class, but also just being aware of how you're having difficulty opening your heart. And that, you know, Venus Saturn is a trust situation. It's where we are not trusting people or, you know, situations ourselves where we we feel that we can't have faith and we can't trust things. And you know, there are times when we have experience and we know a certain situation with certain people and specifics we should not trust. But we have to trust our gut and we have to trust ourselves. And we need to be very aware of how we are, you know, connecting um, with whether we are trusting or not. So you might just, your brain might shut everything down. Your brain might say, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that again. I've done this a thousand times. I can't do this again. But you have to be very, very um, aware of where it needs to, those, those trust issues need to melt and they need to soften and they need to become something other than, you know, closure, closing, closing the door. So Venus Saturn makes us aware of where, where we are closed. Venus Saturn also, you know, it can invite us to shut the door and we, we have to do it with the full moon. And, then if, you know, that's the sun opposite the moon and then Venus is opposite Saturn. So there's a part of us that wants to like protect our hearts and not allow things in people, situations, um, you know, 
the love or the the kindness or the compassion of another person. So so we have to be warm and open and sometimes it's a little harder to do that under a Venus Saturn. But I invite everyone to be consciously aware of how they are using that aspect. So as we move into Thursday, we've got Mercury trining Saturn. So Mercury will already be starting to trine Saturn on Wednesday. And you know what? Mercury in Virgo is doing a good thing. Mercury in Virgo is really helping us with that clump in for uh, Capricorn, that Saturn, Jupiter, Pluto situation going on in Capricorn. Anything now, because we're in Virgo and the sun and Mercury are in Virgo, they are really helping us. Those planets are helping us move into a state where we understand them a little better. We are not, um, we're not uh, closing the doors readily where we are coping with this global situation a little better perhaps and things are starting to open up a little more you're going to see things opening up they're opening up here a little more and it's just a very interesting time as you know things start to try um, later in the game see the last time that bunch of planets got trines which are soft flowing aspects and provide opportunities um was back in taurus so that was back in april and and a little bit of may but we we have the opportunity now to communicate eat more easily because mercury is trining saturn and eventually um you know it's been Mercury is trining Pluto as well Tuesday. So eventually we're going to see that this component of um, Mercury, you know, it's been involved with Jupiter and Neptune and, and Tuesday Pluto and Thursday Saturn. You will get to see how we are um, communicating about the current events, but also how we are open to communicating with ourselves as to what we're experiencing, what we're going through as a result of that pile of planets in Capricorn. So I invite you to have conversations with those you love. The door is open to have conversations and please, uh, you know, initiate a conversation with someone. Um, if there are things that need to be ironed out or talked about, these are the times to do it. So and on Friday, Venus will finally, finally reach the point where it squares Mars. So now Mars is finished squaring that clump of planets in Capricorn and the cluster. And Venus is now, as she moves past this opposition to Pluto and then past her opposition to Saturn, she will then square Mars. And she's moving, you know, and then so the relationship planets, this happened before earlier in the year, they were squaring each other, but Mars is starting to slow down because it's going to retrograde next Wednesday, the 9th. And so it's interesting, you know, we're going to see some relationship dynamics come forward this week with the full moon, with Venus's aspects. Venus is very busy today, Pluto, Wednesday, Saturn, Friday, Mars. Venus is very busy this week. So it's, she's you know, maybe in complicated relationships, but she's revealing stuff to us that's important. So we have to understand what, what's being shown to us and what's being revealed to us. Now, we have planets changing signs. So Venus, not only will she finish up her relationship to these Capricorn planets 
because she's in Cancer. And then she's squaring Mars on the way out of Capricorn, but she will go into Leo next Sunday at 3.22 a.m., which is the wee hours of the morning Eastern time. So Venus is going to like bang, 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 hit all these planets in Capricorn, then shake hands with Mars, sort of, maybe battle with Mars a little bit, and then move into Leo. And, you know, neither of these signs... Um, are a problem for her. She's, you know, Venus in Cancer is nice. You know, it's a it's a good place for Venus because it's a water sign. Venus in Leo is is lovely because essentially where Venus is, um, you know, it's going to be in a lively creative area. So when it spends these weeks in um, in Leo, and it's going to spend the rest of the month there. It's going to really encourage our creativity and be a little sparkly, you know? So Venus moves into Leo next Sunday the 6th. And Mercury changes signs and goes into Libra on Saturday. So there, Mercury and Venus, the inner planets, are very busy this week. So we're, we've got action happening. Mercury is going into Venus's domain. Um, and so he will answer to Venus and Venus it will be in Leo which is the sun's domain so when the sun is in Virgo going back to Mercury so this is what we call um, this is what we call a ring disposition and uh, dispositorship is where planets are sitting and how they are um, how they are speaking to one another and where they are sitting in the zodiac so Mercury's in Venus's sign Venus is in the sun sign the sun is a Mercury sign. So they're all going to talk to each other, Venus, Mercury, and the sun. And this is really important to um, pay attention to because if, like, I'm a person with a ring disposition in my astrological chart, and depending on what you have, it's a dispositorship in your astrological chart, you're either very direct or you are someone who is complex. And this is a complex vibe. This means that there are complexities and layers and channels and chambers and things to, to work through and work out. And it's so important to really pay attention to how we're relating, how we're communicating, how we shine, how we step forward and, and communicate. So that's another thing. So there's lots of stuff going on this week and it is very interesting and we are going to be continuing to be very busy. The energy is not letting up. It is not. And it's important to pay attention to how we're using our energy and how we can actually, um, you know, uh, use this Capricorn vibe that we've got going on all year to our advantage instead of saying, oh, well, COVID ruined my business or my, my relationship life or my social life or my family life or something when my kids are driving me crazy because they're home all the time. You know, we have to, we're getting, Venus is coming in and, and op opposing everything. And then Mercury is following close behind and trining the same planets. So wherever Venus goes, Mercury follows and smooths it over. So wherever, you know, you may feel a relationship thing, Mercury comes in with communication. And then there's another relationship thing. And then Mercury comes in with communication. So this is what keeps happening. Today we had Venus opposite Pluto. Mercury trines Pluto on Tuesday. Wednesday we will have Venus opposite Saturn. Mercury trines Saturn on Thursday. This is a pattern that's happening. And eventually the sun will 
make these same trining relationships starting on the ninth to these Capricorn planets. So we are being allowed to see how this can, where the benefits are in this, where we can move ahead with this stuff, as opposed to being stuck with it and saying, you know what, this ruined my life. And I, you know, you gotta, when they hand you, when you're handed lemons, you make lemonade. Okay. You use your lemons wisely. You make lemon meringue pie. <laughs> you make lemonade. You make lemon custard <laughs> when you're given lemons. So this is what we have to learn in this week ahead you know, how to turn it into something positive or how to turn it into something interesting and good and beneficial to our lives. Trines are opportunities. They do not mean that it absolutely automatically happens. We have the opposition is when we get something, you know, that's going to make us act, you know? Um, and you know, the opposition makes us act, the trine smooths it over, provides an opportunity. And it's not something where we feel like we are um, stuck. So we have to use this energy. It's giving us opportunity to move it out. The other thing that is going to happen this month and that is very important that I want to touch on is that both Jupiter and Saturn are going to go direct from their retrograde states. So Saturday the 12th, which is not till, you know, another couple of weeks, um, Jupiter is going to go direct in Capricorn and Tuesday, the 29th, which is much later in September. It's really a month from now. Saturn will go direct. And why is this important? Why am I bringing it up? Because Jupiter and Saturn, as I have mentioned before, and maybe, um, you've heard it through my other, uh, you know, webinars and things that I've given Jupiter and Saturn are going to meet up and be together in Aquarius and they're going to hit the zero degrees Aquarius point on December 21st and conjunct together and this is a very important aspect and it is called in astrology the great conjunction the last time this happened was May 2000 the time before that was 1980 it happens once every 20 years this is not a typical aspect. This has been a non-typical year. It's an atypical year. So we had Saturn, Pluto, then we had Jupiter, Pluto, and then we're having Jupiter, Saturn. And so this is how we're going to end the year. And a couple of things about this are very, very important. Um, because these two planets are going to start moving direct, it means they're getting ready to have that great conjunction. So once Jupiter goes forward and then Saturn goes forward, we're going to start feeling the rumblings of their conjunction. And they are going, you know, they went retrograde the same week back in May. It's the second week in May. And now this month, September, they are going to go direct a few weeks away from each other. It's very important because notice what starts to happen as a result of these planets moving forward. They are going to start giving you the story that we're going to experience the end of the year and into next year. Now, these are very, this is a very powerful aspect. We, like I said, it only happens once every 20 years and it usually is some sort of turning point. So we've had some turning points this year already, and this is yet another one. And I don't think that this indicates more COVID, but I do think it, it indicates more, um, of the experience of 
the next chapter. And so one of the things that's important about this is that what are we, what are people talking about? They're saying that they don't know and we don't know. And we are living in the unknown. And remember when the COVID thing really started to catch fire. And that was when Mercury was retrograde in Pisces. And if there's ever a sign that's about not knowing it's Pisces, it's where we have to have absolute faith. And Jupiter is the original traditional ruler of Pisces. But when it meets with Saturn, as it will in December, it gives us pause. It isn't the, hey, Jupiter, I'm, I can feel it and it's going, you know, it's going forward and it's going to be an amazing thing and this ride is going to be cool. No, it's been in Saturn's sign all year. And then it's going into Aquarius, which is also kind of a Saturn sign. But, but really... Saturn and Jupiter, when they come together, say, you have to have faith when there's no reason to. Um, you don't overblow your faith. So you, Saturn tempers it. Saturn gives you a little bit of a slowdown. It says, I really don't know what's going to happen. And this is where we are have been saying, all of us have been saying, well, we don't know. We're still living the unknown. We're still living the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen, what COVID is going to bring, what this is going to manifest. A lot of these things are not sustainable. A lot of this, I mean, the way they're doing things, they're, they're reacting, the governments that means and the powers that be are reacting in a way that is some, they're just trying to do the best they can because they don't know what else to do to prevent it getting uh, more intense. So when we say we don't know, we have to have faith. And wherever the zero degrees Aquarius lands in your chart, take a look. And if you don't know, go get your chart read and understand where this Jupiter Saturn is going to happen because it's crucial. It really is. You know, if you're Aquarius or Aquarius rising, this is paramount in your life. And as my former teacher who I've been in touch with recently has said to me, it's all about Aquarius now. It's all about Aquarius. And when this month, by the time this month ends, you will feel that it's going to all of it be all about Aquarius or this conjunction. So pay attention and have faith. We have to have faith right now. And Jupiter Saturn tells us that we have to have faith even when we don't feel like there's a reason to have faith. Um, usually some, something manifests and we go forward in a brand new way. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, we go forward in a brand new way. So on that note, this has been the Golden Astrologer podcast. I'm Deb McBride. My website is thegoldenastrologer.com. My Instagram is thegoldenastrologer, where I put uh, almost daily videos up about the current astrology. And uh, you get to see me discuss whatever happens that particular day. Now, I'm more, once the day is happening, I'm more in tune with exactly the vibe and how it's feeling. And so I, you know, try to give help to people that way on Instagram. Um, if you would like to book a session with me, go to my website and go book online. I hope you will join me in my heart opening class. We um, are going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fascinating. And you will come away from it with your heart more open. And you'll learn how to know when your heart is closing and when it is opening and how to keep it open and when to be protective but open. And that's really important, especially right now. It's so important. So I thank you and I have much gratitude for all of you for listening. And 
please continue to listen and stay tuned as many things are coming forward. Have a beautiful week.